welcome to the Two the Hardway Podcast. Yo, 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 welcome to the Two the Hardway Podcast. It's your boy. I'm gonna be known in the motherfucking city. My, like, my opinion's whole weight in, in this bitch. You heard? Keep it real. Sit back and listen as we get into love, the dad life, and everything else in between. This is the To The Hard Way Podcast with Wallow and Chris. Let's get into it. Yes, sir. Yo, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the To The Hard Way Podcast. Season three, episode six. Yes. Indeed. Yes. It's uh, one half of the host and crew, your boy Wally Low. And uh, Chris, check it in. You know we 32, this is like our 32nd episode. Is it really? 32, bro. We moving, bro. 32. I remember episode one. We knee deep, deep in this thing, you heard me? I was deep in this thing. All right. So. I didn't want to say something <laughs> you said. I had to, that's, that's only the next one I had. Damn. I was still muted. Were you? Yeah. No, they, had it. they probably heard you on mine. Huh? They probably can hear you from mine. Yeah, they probably did. Here but. we are, 32 <laughs> episodes in there, Chris still... <laughs> Not doing simple stuff, I guess. I don't know. I'm doing my best wide impression. Uh, yeah, that's what we're playing, man. We couldn't hear Chris at the beginning. So don't worry, he'll be in the mic the rest of the episode. Yes. But uh, like you said, we back another episode. Uh wanna shout out to um to our wonderful scenery we got today. Yeah, like we're in a really nice studio today. Yeah, we're in, a, in our nice little studio today. Nice little yeah. studio. You know, we up and coming. Shout out to the hospitality. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, we'll start it off like we always do, man. Uh, how was your weekend, bro? How was your weekend? My weekend was uh, was busy to say the least. I had at the uh, at the kiddos this weekend. Um, I have two two year olds. It'll be that way until next weekend. Two two year olds. So, if you can imagine what one two-year-old is like, just multiply it by, like, three times. Two two-year-olds. And you about to have a three-year-old. That's the, what's it? Is it terrible twos, terrible three? What is it? How is it? How no, it's work? terrible twos. And then, I don't know what the threes is, but I'm pretty sure threes is just as terrible. Well, after that story you told me yesterday about the grilled cheese. Bruh. After that story, I. Oh, my God. You got, you got something coming for you. I got so many. I got to tell the story now. I got to tell the story. So, I got the, like, we were eating lunch. I got the kids grilled cheese. First, I missed this part of the story. So, when Chris was telling I was like, why the fuck? He wanted to be five guys, right? Yeah. And why did Chris go to five guys and order grilled cheese? I I was so confused. I did Postmates for five guys because I'm lazy and like going out. Uh, so at Five Guys, you know, you, you can get the, the grilled cheese. This grilled cheese had, it was like grilled cheese and bacon. She was great. It looked, I, I feel like it probably ain't it that bad. Amazing. It probably be good. Yeah, it looked amazing. It so, um, so we get it, you know, they, uh, eat, 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 eat. I'm like, bet, daddy got you. Uh, you know, we, we about to eat, eat. So I get the grilled cheese. There's only one. So I cut it in half because they're not going to eat one by themselves. Really? Yeah. I feel like bass. We'll eat a whole sandwich. Bash doesn't eat that much. Really? He's not. He's yeah. solid, man. I feel like he would really be. He, he snacks a lot. Okay. He snacks right. a lot. So, <laughs> cut it up. Give it the fries out, you know. 
and take it to the table. Well, yeah, with all the fries they give you, you really don't need. Yeah. So take it to the table, put one plate in front of Zoe, put one plate, put one plate in front of Sebastian. Zoe starts eating hers, and then Sebastian he pushes it to the side, like no, I'm like all right, maybe it's too big for him. So I decided to cut it up a little bit, oh, okay. you know, give it back to him. Sebastian proceeds to pick each piece of grilled cheese up one by one in his hand, holding it like he's like like he's cupping like some water from the faucet. Okay. So he has the grilled cheese in his hands, and then <laughs> and then he empties out his hands onto the floor. Grilled cheese <sighs> everywhere. Grilled cheese. Is he looking at you when he did this? Yes. Dead in my face. Look in your face and just drop. Dead in my face. No. (laughs) Cool. So I I picked it up, put it back in the kitchen. You know what, Bash? You hit me up when you're ready. So you start like as soon as I get back to the uh, as soon as I get back to the table, eat, 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 eat. Eat, but you just eat a sandwich on the floor. So I tried it again. What about the fries? Did he have the fries still? No, was, no. Okay. Didn't eat the fries either. All right. So I tried it again. And um, pushed the, ta- push the plate so that it almost falls off the table. So at this point, I'm like, all right, Bash. Like, you, you, like, you're trying me right now. Bro. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, you were really looking me in my yeah. face and trying me. So long story short, he ended up being like maybe one piece of grilled cheese. That was after crying for a little bit. And realizing that, hey, I'm hungry. I should probably eat. I'll get my point across later. Does he just not like grilled cheese or No, like he likes grilled cheese. Oh. I don't know what it I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. It was the, the threes coming in. He was like, this is Man. what you got to look forward to for an entire year. Oh time's always just looking over, eating her Eating her, <laughs> like I'm, I'm eating, I ain't got no <laughs> That's the threes, man. That's when I say I was like I said, like, why would you do that? Like you're clearly telling me you're hungry. Like, why would you do this? So it was, yeah. That was that was my my Sunday afternoon. It was uh, interesting to say the least. But uh, all in all, they're good. They're healthy. They're growing like weeds. Well, that's good. That part's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, the rest of it will come. Yeah. That's definitely. Hey, good. man. You hey, it's right on the horizon for you. I'm I'm trying to enjoy. Uh, Enjoy where we at, man. She just, you know, the just making stage. noise now. She ain't, she ain't, and we still on breast milk. Uh, you just chilling now, bro. We on breast milk for the most part. We just started putting her on food. I was just telling you about it. We're putting yeah. on food now. Bro, ain't, ain't, like, ain't too much for you to do right now at bro, this she, point in time. She moving too fast, bro. She got two, she got, well, I say, she, I say she got a, a tooth and a half. She, she eating real, she eating food now. Uh-huh. And she she making so much noise, just talking, just obviously ain't saying words, but just so much noise. I'm just like, slow down, bro. Like you just, we just had you, you yesterday. Just like you just, yeah, you just got here. <laughs> Stay for a while. You just got here, man. You already trying to get out the house. Like <laughs> it's moving so fast, but like I really feel like, I, I mean, it's my first one, so I don't know. Like it just seems like it's moving really fast. Like it does. Like, she ain't been here that long, bro. And so I feel like so much has happened. So either she ahead of the curve or this it's just how it is. And I'm just like, I'm not ready. I wasn't ready for this. I thought, you know, she'd be baby baby for a while. Like I feel like man, Yeah, bro. Just, it, it, like once she started getting on her tummy, tummy time, starts. Well, she are, look, look the neck strong now. It ain't as strong as it's gonna be. <laughs> but it's strong. She still do this little bobblehead thing sometimes. But 
I, I put it on my chest and she she put her head up. She hold it up the entire time. Like she don't get tired after put her head down and like that. So I'm like, she don't get tired of looking at you. Why would she get tired of looking at me? I mean, I'm getting tired of looking at you right now. Well, that's just something wrong with you. Perfectly healthy. It's like to her, it's like looking in the mirror. Where you think she get her good looks from? <laughs> my baby ain't cute on her own. My baby cute because I'm cute. <laughs> All right. But yeah, man, my weekend I had to, I had her, I had the kid. Well, the kid, I had the kids. I had the kid this weekend. So like I said, we just hung out, man. Um, That's what's up. I want to just keep building that bond with her, man. Like I said, she's just showing all her personality now. So she's always smiling, laughing, and just making noise. And she decided, um, was it Saturday? Yeah, she decided Saturday night she didn't want to sleep, apparently. Yeah. But she wasn't like up crying. She just didn't want to go to sleep. Yeah, I wanted to go to sleep, but yeah, no, I had to say so in that situation. So we uh, we just stayed up Saturday night and watched the. Uh, Watch TV. Apparently, she loves TV. So, we just <laughs> sat there. She was so chill. Like, she ain't caused no issues, nothing. But she just wouldn't go to sleep. And we just sat there and we watched. Deal with it. Watch TV. Basically. Apparently, Rush Hour is one of her favorite movies. She loves Rush Hour. Good taste. That's for sure. So, yeah, that was my, my weekend before Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Let me tell you, this Super Bowl was good for one. It did not involve the New England Patriots. So that all that automatically made it ten times better than than the uh, than the Super Bowls of late. Even though Tom Brady tried to steal some shine with that that damn Hulu commercial, I didn't even see that commercial. You see it? That must have been before I got there. Mm, I hope it when he came. I'm on. sure. So I'm he had the commercial right. So he came on the commercial, and he was just like, uh, "All good things must come to an end." It's like a really like dramatic type commercial. It's like you know. So I want my my family, my friends, and my fans to hear it from me. Once you hear first, everybody, you know, watching more is like, damn, is he about to like say where he going or if he gonna retire or whatever? He's like, I just want y'all to know Hulu has live sports. <laughs> and then he went into the Hulu spill and then he was like, something about, I don't know, we saying TV was going away or something, but he was like, but me, I'm not going anywhere. So now it's like, was he talking about the Patriots or was he talking about he not retiring yet or? I mean, great day marketing by Hulu. That was good. That was, yeah, that was, that was definitely a. good. Good by them. So he got he he found some way to get in there. People were talking yeah. about a lot of people were talking about that too. But uh, obviously, you know the, the big talk was on the game and the teams involved. Shout out to the Chiefs. How about those Chiefs? Shout out to the Chiefs on the win. Uh, you know they did what I wanted them to do, man. Make they sure did what needed to be done. Make sure that bitch ass Kyle Shanahan ain't getting no no Super Bowl ring. You know sometimes I wish this was like a sports podcast. We can actually get into this shit. But I'll leave it at this. Kyle Shanahan, as an offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons, I'm sorry, why I blew a tweet. You don't have to, you don't have to, you didn't have, we, what did you say, he blew a lead in Super Bowl. Like, you didn't have to put none of this in there. And then he also blew a lead last night and allowed 21 unanswered points when they had to lead with six minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. Because for some reason he feels like when he's up and it's at the end of the game, he needs to be passing the ball it. instead of running. I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, especially when you have players from the other teams saying, thank God that they stopped running the ball. <laughs> like, they knew, like, if they keep running, we're going to lose. We're we not winning this game. But you got, like, you, you have the game in the bag. Six minutes left from the fourth quarter, literally all you have to do is not fuck up. And what do you do? Fuck up. You fuck up. Fuck up. And you can't, you can't fuck up, if you, you know, when you don't have a Patrick Mahomes, you know, as your quarterback. You can't hey. afford to be fucking up. I'm going to go on a hot take right here. Uh, Jimmy G isn't it. 
Jimmy G is not elite. He's going to be a regular Dan Marino. It's going to be really good. It's going to be a Dan Marino and Tony Romo. Really good in the offseason. In the offseason? I mean, in the, uh, in, I mean the, in, the in the regular season. But he's not going to get you to the promised land. So take it for what that is. take that for what it is, and enjoy the off season. For all the 49ers fans, y'all listening, especially the ones that are near and dear to my heart. Yep. They was mad. Eat your heart out. They were. They were so hurt. They were. They were so hurt. They were hurt. All the women. They were hurt, especially you, Carlton. Yeah. That boy was upset this morning. Yeah, Carlton. Like he was upset. He was upset this morning. Hey man, everybody got a. Uh... Everybody got to take right? your time. Everybody time come, bro. Everybody time come, bro. It do. Everybody time come. So, like, yeah, shout out to the Chiefs. Um, but when you're not humble in the group chat, and your team goes, that's what happened. There it is. That's what happened. So, take that L. Take what you did in the offseason. And just sit on it. Just sit on the L. Let it marinate. That's what you're going to do the entire offseason, bro. The entire offseason. <laughs> when we lost Super Bowl, I didn't here. watch, I promise you, I didn't watch no ESPN, like, for nothing. Like, college football, I didn't watch no ESPN until week one. Uh, well, no, it was after week one of that following season. I didn't want to see nothing. I don't want to see no recaps. Because no, that's all they're going to talk about. They, are you going to hear about this, college in the hand giving up 21 unanswered points for six minutes left to go on the Or them just talking about the greatness of Pac Mahomes or, or, or Andy Reid or whatever it is. And you don't want to hear that. As the, as the losing team, you don't want to hear none of that. Oh, well. Should have won. But that ain't me this time. So, you know, it's <laughs> not my issue. But uh, going from that, the, the halftime show. Yeah. The halftime show. Yeah. I see a lot of people. I see. I saw something today, and I agree with it. It said that people, just because like the halftime show is not like your type of like music or your type of, you know, vibe. People, a lot of people, be like, oh, it's a bad show, and it's like, no, nah, it wasn't a bad show. It's just, I wasn't into it. It just wasn't your. It's just not your type of music. Yeah, I feel I like it. Was, I feel like it represented Miami well. I think so. What I, I did know is I did know that Shakira was a, a, a Caucasian woman. She's not Caucasian. She was last night. That was a white woman on that stage. <laughs> that was, that was a say. white woman. She even sang it in her song. Remember the one song? She's like, I'm white. I'm white. What? It was one of the songs. I said something when happened. She said something about being white. I, I thought that's what the lyrics I'm not. Was. I'm not well versed in Shakira's catalog. I mean, so neither, I care. But I just thought from her name and, and, her, and the way her song sounded, I thought she was, you know. Hispanic, but that was a white woman on stage. Say, say what y'all want to say. I know what I saw. But uh, that's the only Shakira song I got now. I don't think it was a. Like I said I don't think it was a shitty performance or nothing like that. Like it was, it was good. a missed opportunity. It just wasn't my. I feel like they do that every year though. Every year they it's something that they miss out on. Like I said, like the one in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, who who did that one? They had it was Adam Levine, Travis Scott, and Big Boy. Right, so I feel like they miss out a lot. First of all, it shouldn't have been Big Boy, it should have been Outkast. You should have had Ludacris. It shouldn't have been Adam Even Levine. Jermaine Dupree, like, you should have had... It should have been Adam Levine. It's certain people they should have had. That was a miss there. Obviously, this one, I think the big miss was with J-Lo not having... Um, J-Lo, J-Lo could have mended, mended all types of, like, relationships. She could have bought out Ashanti, even though... Because Ashanti probably wrote 80% of her songs. She could have bought out Ja Rule, since Ja Rule is the main reason why J-Lo... Got to where she is now, kind of a hot take, but you know, it's I would, I would true. enjoy it. I would enjoy seeing John Willard. I can understand why he wasn't though, because he just he. I mean, 
Like I was saying last night, the the was it the fire uh, festival? But we gotta, get, we gotta get past that. But okay, but after that, he had the uh, performance at halftime or whatever that basketball game was. Okay, that was. And trash. again, he wasn't. He just is. Is he ready for? Was he ready for the Super Bowl stage? Was he? No, see the thing. Can he handle it? The thing is, the thing is with the Bucks perform when he performed at the Bucks game, he performed on like a '90s night, and his whole thing was, "I'm not a '90s artist. I came out in like 2002." But what that got to do with him being able to perform when it? All right, it's your time. Get out there and perform. But you also got... He, he don't even got his music or whatever it was that wasn't ready. You also got to look at the spectrum of it. He's, it was in Milwaukee. I don't think a lot of Ja Rule fans are in Milwaukee. Right, but it wasn't that he wasn't uh, welcome. It was he wasn't together. He didn't have his shit together. He wasn't ready to perform. He wasn't professional. I wouldn't say that either. Craft serious. I wouldn't say that either. He hasn't yeah, taken his craft serious ready. in a long time. Jaru was just trying to get the get the fan participation so. going. I think so. And I'm not the only one. Give, I'm not the only one that, that agrees with this. Apparently, they didn't give it back to him. So I mean, yeah. He, he, I, I, she probably she probably wanted to do it, but she was just like, "He's not gonna come up here and fuck up my bag." I'm, I'm fighting for you, They be telling me that my performance was terrible because Jaru come out here because he would have been the whole you know everything went. I'm pretty sure it went flawless to you know some extent. Uh, no mistakes that I can see. He would have came out. Mike don't work or something. Something been something <laughs> stupid like that. Mike don't work or he would have had some 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 kind of malfunction somehow. Right. He'd have been fucked up. And then he'd have ruined he'd have ruined the whole now. J Lo J Lo looked bad because you didn't came out here with this bullshit. So I was left his ass at home too. And she probably wanted to have a shanti, but you can't have a shanti without Jaru. And then you know that's probably what it was. So I'm gonna nah. give her the benefit of the doubt. She got to run a shanti her thirty uh, her five minutes though. She got to run a shot here five minutes. I thought that I, was a. It, it was. Is that not a weird combination though to have J Lo and Shakira? Was the, is that? I thought it was a little bit left field, but be, because of because of it being in Miami, you want to have yeah, like, like say, the salsa yeah. field. But like, I thought it lived without it. And then they had that one dude. Who was the the one dude that was out there? Bad Bad Baby. I don't know who that was. Bad they Bunny. They should have Pitbull. And I, and, and, I mean, and, and, hey, it's it's Miami. Hey, you should have had Pitbull. Hey, let's, I, I mean, you know, let's just call it spade a spade. We ain't necessarily the biggest Pitbull fans none of there, but I just feel like and that that was this a was time this had Pitbull written all over. Pitbull was probably waiting by the phone when he found out like the Super Bowl was gonna be in Miami. Oh, Pitbull was trying to oh, this is a check. I got a check coming they could, because they could even push DJ Khaled on that check. DJ Khaled did the intro. He did like all the other shit like leading up to the Super Bowl. Well, like, uh, like he had, like he had some spots. I don't. I must have missed it. I don't, know. I don't remember exactly what. The, I do remember. But he was involved him on he like was involved. the pregame show. Okay. Yeah, he was okay. definitely involved. Okay. Um, but yeah, they could have, because if they would have had DJ Khaled the halftime show, it would have turned into motherfucking. Whew. That still would have been good. I mean, it would have been good. I feel like yeah. they represented. They, I feel like they represented Miami better than they represented Atlanta. Yeah, because Adam Levine has nothing to do with Atlanta. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really feel like that was. I don't know what that was. You know what I saw scrolling on Twitter today? The uh, the Super Bowl Fifty halftime performance with Bruno Mars and Beyonce. Okay, nigga, they killed. Yo, that, yo, that was that was that, that was, was one good. of the best halftime shows I've ever seen. The right people were brought out. It was perfect. It was and they didn't they didn't even um, headline that. Coldplay was the headline. Nobody talks about Coldplay. <laughs> They did it right. I don't know. They did it right. But I mean, like I said, I don't think it was terrible. It was. It wasn't my cup of tea. It was watchable. It was watchable. Uh, I mean, it had some, you know, had some some good parts. Like when uh, Shakira became a meme with that. I don't even know why she did that. 
don't even know why why that was part of her performance. But I mean, she was you know she was feeling it. She was in the moment, probably. Yeah, I mean, she was feeling it. So shout out to her, I guess. Um, yeah. I, I yeah, I mean the halftime show was very impartial. I I wasn't a fan of anybody who was performing. Um, she J Lo also could have brought out Cardi B. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss that one that opportunity. Oh, she really had a chance. To, like, she had a lot of people she could have brought into yeah. it. Maybe she wanted. To Maybe, just, yeah, she just wanted to be herself. herself. She wanted to say, "I'm what she fifty? They were saying she was. Yeah, she was like fifty seven. Damn good for fifty. Yeah, she was really good. But they probably was like, she probably was just like. I want to show the world. I still, I still got it myself. Like I don't need nobody else come do it. So, I mean, have you ever heard like J Lo like sing, sing? Nah, I mean, if you tell me the name of J Lo song right now, I, I got none. See, here's the thing. I never thought J Lo could sing, and the reason why I say that is because I've just never heard her sound good. Like she doesn't sound good on a record. Like going out to me, to me. I mean, I only it's like I she just doesn't. She, she just doesn't sound good like, to me. She looks good, but she doesn't sound good as a singer. What's that? The Jenny from the Block song, but that's not even like she. she not so even that's like not even singing. 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 Yeah, she, she was like, rapping. Yeah, it's not even like. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm still, I'm still Jenny. Yeah, from I don't, yeah, I can't think. You said have I a little, now I have a lot. Apparently, Chris fuck with this shit though. He, he go over here front like he don't fuck with like that. But he know the words. Bruh, yeah, it was I can't, a time. I can't it was think a time back in history where she was like singing. Like she, I don't know. Like she doesn't have. I don't. Oh. This is me being on the outside looking in. I don't think JLo has any like ballads that really like put her voice on display. Maybe she's just a performer. I mean, the performance is pretty. Well. She doesn't have a one plus one. She doesn't have an I care. But she can put on a performance. Whatever. She put on a performance, I guess. I don't know. Sure. How about J Lo? She ain't, I ain't saying she's the best vocalist in them, but <laughs> the performance it was it was well put together. You know, maybe doctor. No. I enjoyed, Fuck the, I I enjoyed the craft. She, I think she took her craft serious, unlike some people, and that's why they weren't invited to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and that's my take on Ja Rule. <laughs> Where's Ja? Everybody, um, was, everybody was asking like they really don't remember. Like this, he's not been on his game. Hey, bro. I'm not taking my chance with this. This amateur, this nigga, this one act like an amateur out here. I don't have time. I'm not putting my bag. That's probably what she said. Somebody probably like mentioned it. Like, somebody hey. had like, cause I feel like it's like. What do you, what do you think about um, bringing Ja? Like, like somebody had to, bro. Somebody had to. Like, she was like, cause they probably uh, thought like, you know, like what songs does she have and who does she have these songs with? Like, would it be cool to bring in these people? Like, how would, can we make this, you know, performance right. better? Somebody had to say Ja. In J Lo's heyday, where she was just like charting everything, all of her songs had Ja Rule on it. All of them, and for her to not want to bring him out there, that's anti-black. Him, it, it ain't that. It's because he he's not on his game, bro. Shit, why why I gotta look bad because he not together? When I could just not just exclude him altogether. They didn't ask him to do the Super Bowl show. They asked me to do it. <laughs> so I'm gonna just act like I don't want. We ain't what happened. Uh, he ain't Miami enough for us. I don't know. He definitely isn't. He definitely isn't. Maybe that's what it was. But in any event, the, did he uh, tweet anything about it? Did I, he? Let's see. I don't even. I ain't even look. Who look up? I don't even. Do he even got? He got. Yeah, he got Twitter. He I remember he was yeah, talking about uh, yeah. something. He talks about a lot of bullshit. About, and niggas basically were telling him to shut up. Don't like care what you think. Um. 
the bag. Thanks, KC. What is his Twitter name? It ain't Jaru? Yeah, it's just Jaru. Oh, he didn't say nothing about it? No, he didn't say anything about it. Okay, Shakira, J-Lo drops mic, amazing performance. My sis J-Lo killing the halftime. Dope. Your sis ain't even call you, bro. Maybe maybe they talk. Maybe she did. Maybe maybe he turned it down. Maybe. Maybe she asked and he was like, nah, you know nah, what? I'm just I don't got my house. shit together and I'm going to make you look bad. So, nah. I'm going to just chill at the house. He's like, well, maybe he was like, you know, I don't even got the money to buy the plane ticket right now. Maybe he was like, who all going to be there? I ain't got that. I ain't got that going on. Shout out to Ja Rule. Um... I mean, with the Super Bowl being in Miami, this shit seemed lit, bro. Like, if you yeah, follow, I had, I had if, a, like, if you follow certain celebrities on Instagram, like everybody they did, Mama was out there. Yeah, I, had some, I had some people I know that was out there, and they said it was it was pretty lit. Yeah, bro. Like, I I would have I would have loved to have gone, like, not even to go to the Super Bowl, just to like be like in the uh, in the atmosphere. I love speaking, Miami anyway. Speaking of going to the Super Bowl, I saw a video of some dude in the first quarter. This nigga was sleep. Sleep. Sleep, bro. In the stand. You know how much some tickets go? And he had decent seats, bro. They wasn't like... He yeah, was they were, yeah, there was, there was, there was some, level one. Some decent seats, Level one seats. There's some decent seats. Knocked out. Knocked the fuck out. In the first quarter, bro. $4,500. In the first quarter, bro. $4,500 now, bro. $4,500 now. No, no way. Couldn't be me. No way. Couldn't be me. And it didn't even... I don't know if he was lit. Maybe he was lit. And then he... You know, you get too lit. You just go to sleep, bro. Maybe he was lit. But if he won't... I mean, but you gotta look at it. How can you sleep? How did he sleep with all that noise? He had to be lit, bro. There's no way. Yeah, bro. No way he just slept, bro. That's a big build up. Yeah, he had to be. He had to be lit, bro. He was probably drinking from the time he woke up. They've been drinking since probably Friday. Probably got them out in front of him drinking since then, bro. So, I mean, if that's the case, then I don't even follow him. They was like, hey, bro, I'm going to the game, but I'm sleeping, bro. You know me. Y'all wake me up in the fourth quarter. You know me. I fall asleep anywhere. We left your ass at the concession stands or something. I ain't I'm probably any damn where you talking about. But I was I was really surprised that dude was sleep. Like, like I said, to be able to sleep with all that noise, he had to be lit in the first place. Like, absolutely, that wasn't no just I'm tired. I'm gonna go sleep because he'd have been up. But absolutely, shout so, out to that dude because he got money apparently. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Shout out to him. But uh, yeah, so like the news this morning, you know, get on Twitter, make the stallion in. Uh, mm. The white man, Mac the Stallion. That was it, Mac the Stallion. The white man, know this G Easy. They was all on Instagram, all cut it up and touchy feely. They was super cut they, up. Hey, bro, they was G Easy had a whole, super. he had a whole handful of that ass. Hey, she was, had, she had that boy wrapped up in them legs, and he had just, he had his ass like drip, dripping like in the, in the, in the, in the cracks. I, of I the read, what was it? I read something somewhere, dude. Uh, somebody <laughs> said, what did you say? Uh, Somebody said he was cut up and kissing on her like she had gave him the best dick of his life. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was. It, it. No, what? Let me see. I don't know why I made me think about it. So you saw the video, right? Saw the video yeah, of her. Yeah. Did you listen to the song that was playing and in the lyrics? It said so about like leave these niggas alone. Yeah, like you ain't gotta mess with these niggas no more. Something like that. I don't know if that was coincidence. That's anti-black. I don't know if that was coincidence or if that was just like that, but. uh I'm disappointed in my in my boy Trey songs. That's this situation has made me disappointed in him. You gotta be disappointed in a lot of niggas, bro. Not, but just, not, not, no, but no, I, I rephrase that. I rephrase that. Not saying that like Meg and fuck with a lot of niggas, but like you know what I well, mean. Well, no, I mean a lot of niggas probably try to get on. She's yeah, turning them down. Yeah. But my thing, you know, I'm I'm disappointed in Trey songs specifically. 
you know, because he's an 804 native, so I, you know, I, I feel some kind of tag. He probably won't even sweating like that. No. You know how we do. Oh, shit, I bet he was. <laughs> man, he couldn't. My man, G Easy out here in that in the leather jacket. The leather jacket. Leather jacket. jacket pulled Meg the style. With bro. the comb over. And pulled Meg the style, bro. French kissing her cheek. Yeah, yeah, he was French kissing the cheek. That's some white, that's some white people shit, bro. He was, he was French. I don't think I've ever done that. French kissing the cheek, bro. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done that. I ain't never. Yeah. That's weird. Or that's just like taking somebody's cheek and then. Not a French kiss <laughs> cheek, but ain't that one. Why you watch? See, there he go again. All right, we're going to move on. You always make <laughs> move on when I say something. Hey. <laughs> I ain't never French kiss no, front, no face cheek. I don't know about that. All right, I, don't, I, don't, I ain't never done it. So, I mean, with that video, of course. Of course, all the Hotep Twitter was, was yeah, all up yeah, in arms. Yeah, yeah it Everybody, came a lot. Like, I, don't, I don't have no reason. I don't have no. no I don't care. Yeah, ain't no, ain't no issue with him. I don't get being, You know, easy. It's just funny. It's just funny. Like, yeah, I mean, it caught I, everybody off guard. Like nobody saw that shit. It's coming. just funny. It's just funny about the reactions um, because you got you got the uh, you got the girl you got the women like, all right, ladies, be dating white men all twenty twenty, yeah. and then you got the hotep niggas. <laughs> I was saying, somebody said, all of these brothers for this white man. What's, Wait, your, what's, what? your boy, what's your boy that be doing the, uh, <laughs> the conspiracy and stuff? Who is, what's his name? The black dude with the... the Dr. Uh, Umar. Yeah, that nigga. That I, was my, I, that was my, what's that was my, my, my college roommate name. It was Umar. Umar. It was Umar. Not the same one, though. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but yeah, I forget. Shit. I wish I could find it. I like say I think for the most part it just caught everybody. Like nobody saw that coming. Like it, just it was caught, so random. It caught everybody off guard. So random. And I feel like that's probably that had to be like that ain't just happened. You know, like that's something that's been going on. You for, think so? Probably going on for a little bit. It's Hollywood. You know them niggas is different. Oh, that's probably been going on for a little bit. You know them niggas is different. Meg been driving the boat all this time, but what she didn't tell it had to, it had to be going was that it was a sleep. If it, if that shit like just happened like just then like. Or I don't know them niggas. Them niggas move faster than the than the lesbian community. <laughs> Nobody move faster than them. Oh man! Everybody says she been driving the Mayflower. Says driving the boat. Driving oh, the slave man. ship. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed, landed on, on us. us. Shout out to shout to make science do whatever. I mean, hey, for real, shout out to G Easy, bro. Shout out to G Easy. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. It's impressive, man. Yeah, bro. I mean, hey, shout out to G Easy. Do your thing. Do your thing, brother. Well, but you already know if he messed up or something happened, they about to. So we told y'all about messing with the white man. I don't even think like I I honestly don't think it's anything serious, bro. Like if you look over the past, if you look since the summer, man, been kicking it with everybody. So I ain't even, I ain't Trey I ain't even well, surprised. I mean, Trey Song, she won't wrap up on Trey Song like that, kissing up on him like that. She was in the club. It was, no, nah, they was in the club. Like, he was on her. She won't on him like that. But shit, know. Future do the same shit. Maybe, maybe make the sign just like the, the, the female Future. She just said you who? Huh? First of all, don't ever disrespect Future like that. What, what, what did he do? Other than having nine different baby moments? Make the sign ain't got nine different baby fathers? Okay, whatever. Make the same, just like, you know what I'm saying? I had to do my yeah, thing. Yeah, she dating Jeezy, nigga. That's what, that's what she doing. She might just be kicking it with Jeezy. Nah, we'll go with that. Maybe she's just kicking it. Until she pop up pregnant. I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? And then, 
She just gonna have a little mixed baby. Oh, hey, shout, shout out to Jeezy though. I'm we I'm impressed. I'm impressed out here. Sure. I didn't I didn't see it coming. I don't think anybody did, obviously. I didn't see that coming. I mean, they're happy, bro. You know, good for them. I ain't got nothing against Hey, it. I guess anything happens in uh when the Super Bowl's in Miami. Yeah, you know, it maybe happened. that's how it happened. Maybe it happened in Miami. Maybe the Super Bowl brought this something. Hey, when in Miami, right? I can't. Or is it when in Rome? Yeah, it's when in Rome. Yeah, when in Rome originally, but I mean, yeah. Shout out to them, man. That you was think, Mike? That was all good. I'll, I'll be, I'll be. I mean, I ain't keeping up with it, but if I see yeah, definitely not. Definitely if okay I see something, I'll be. I'm interested in in, in seeing where that goes. Literally, the only way I found out was just by going on Twitter. And I seen people like talking. So I had to like search. Yeah, I had to like, search. Like, like, I had, I had yeah. to put in effort to find out what the hell they was talking yeah, about. What the fuck are they talking about? Because the first tweet I saw was about Meg driving to Mayflower. I was like, what the fuck? That guy doing anything? I thought they saw something. She was like, really, Meg? G Easy? And I was like, what? Let me go look this shit up. And that's how the video. Right, but if it was a brother, whew, Lord have mercy. She ain't got no type neither, bro. She can't have no type. She went from who was she dating at first? Moneybag, yo. For that nigga and Jeezy's. Well, first of all, it's two different races, but <laughs> two different niggas for real. Like them, it's not the same. In no way, in no way, are they the same? But uh, do he? She got a song with him, right? G, uh, Money Bag? No, Jeezy. She got a song do, with Jeezy? Do she? I don't listen to Jeezy. Does she got a song with Jeezy? No, she ain't got no one. I, I know that one. She got Money Bag. I don't Yo, that shit, I, I fuck with that shit, but. To nothing Jeezy. I don't know. I don't know if. He, what he, oh, he, no, he did one with Cardi, right? Cardi? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, he did, he did so the Cardi. same crowd that listened to Jeezy also listened to Eminem. That's not a racial joke. We're not going to go there. That's not racial. We're not going to go there. Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> let's, let's, let's move on before we, before we fall down that rabbit hole. Yeah, for real, bro. Like that's that's a whole nother episode. But um, you know, moving forward, we this is something that we that we're both dealing with at this moment, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, this is a topic we've been trying to talk about for like three weeks, but we either we get to talk about something else and then it, it go too long, yeah. or then I think we just had. I think we were trying to talk about this since like December. So we're gonna we're gonna roll into this topic today, and that topic would be. Co-parenting. 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 Um, in my experience, it ain't easy. It's uh, my, my, my experience dealing or, or navigating through, I would say, and also my experience looking at others, I haven't seen like a fairy tale co-parenting situation. I've never, uh, I haven't seen one myself. I don't know if they exist. But I've never seen a fairy tale co-parenting situation. I've seen one. Like I, I, I've seen them happen. Like it's possible, um, but it just takes. I think it takes a lot of communication. Um, you kind of fresh into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm still, yeah, I'm still new into it. You kind of fresh into it. I'd say it'd be two years for me. Two years for me in like April. Yeah, it'd be two years in April. Um, Absolutely, positively, one hundred percent a rough start. But I think once you get past the, once you get past, it's a lot. I think it depends on the person. Yeah, what exactly. It is that you need to get past. Yes, yes. It depends on. It all depends on, on the people. How. In our experience, you know, it can be one way, but it's it's not not to say that it's not. It's always the woman that has to get over something. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, some, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's I've, I've seen looking at other situations. I've seen that. Yeah, guys that that ain't you know. 
that's not allowing the the co-parenting situation to uh, be as fruitful as it can be because they still hold on to stuff. Yeah. So, so and definitely situation. So, so kind of explain your ideal co-parenting situation versus your co-parenting situation at the moment. My, the idea, you, want me, you want me to explain what I think want, is the ideal? Want, I want you to explain your ideal well, situation ideal versus what you have right now. I would say, in my mind, the ideal co-parenting situation. Uh, dang, man. That's, that's, it's not too much. I mean, it's it's it should be all about the child first first and foremost. Absolutely. But I feel like we should be able to just conversate about anything involving the child without you know there being any kind of uh, backlash or um, bitterness or anything like that. You know, still right. in the mix. It should be like two. I don't know if you want. I don't want to necessarily say friends because I don't think I, I don't think you should be that. Close. That's what it. That's depending what the boundary on, stuff the, comes in. I think depending on like, depending on y'all's relationship, depending on relationship between the two parents, it, like I think it can be buddy buddy, but at the same time you have to keep. My thing is, I like to look at it as more so of a business relationship than more so than anything else. But before we get there, continue to what you were saying. At just the ideal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I just said, I think you, they got you, you. Be friends uh, to a certain extent, but you cannot you you can't be too buddy buddy. Yeah, because then that's not. when lines will get blurred. Yeah, exactly, and, and, and you get too comfortable with certain things. Yeah. yeah. Um, my ideal situation, I think, would be to just be able to, uh, you know, call this person. With anything involving the child, good or bad, you know, we should be able to we should be able to enjoy what right. we created together. Right. We should be able to enjoy that, you know, without it being any kind of issues. Like it should just it, that's really what it, I feel like a, an ideal co-parenting situation sh- should be us enjoying our child, right. our children, or you know, just straight up, just just enjoying our child. Like that's it. Right. It's nothing else. Just. Us enjoying our child, like that's the ideal. There shouldn't be anything else behind it. No kind of beef between us two. Like when it comes to our child, we don't matter. It's just our child. Like right. it should just be the focus on that, and that's it. It's anything involving the child. I feel like in an ideal situation, we should always be to come to you know a a, a joint agreement on whatever it is that right. we're trying to settle or come up with. Yeah. So that would be the ideal situation. <laughs> Um, in my experience, that is not that is not the that is not the situation all the time. Um, it's definitely a work in progress. Uh, it's going to take. I think I think a lot of time. Because um, to be to be where you where I, well, speaking of myself, to be where I was, you know, in order to have a child with somebody, where we were mentally, right? To and to go from that to not being there anymore. But still having this child that right. connects us for the rest of our lives, right? Uh, and being able to go through that um, on a positive, in a positive way, it's, it's a lot to get there. Um, it's, I think it's gonna take a lot of time. I, I don't think this is something that you just not, figure out, yeah, or you just, you know, anything. or just flip the switch one day and it's good. I think it takes years. I think honestly, I think it takes years to get there. 
to get. To, I mean, it takes uh, a lot of work. Yeah, a lot of work. But that's and it's that's if the two people are willing to work. If the two people aren't willing to work, then it's gonna be even longer. If it's one person is, 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 is stubborn or stuck or bitter, whatever it may be. You're never going it, to... It could be however, however much time it is. It's never going to get to where it should be because you're not focusing on the child. You're not trying, right. you're not trying to get there. <laughs> yeah, that's what... That's what, what is your <laughs> ideal Your ideal co-parent situation, I guess? I mean... Um, it's, it's a team. Like, I, I think it's... It all boils down to being a, uh, being a team effort. Um, granted, yes, it's a split household, but if we communicate how we need to communicate, like we won't miss a beat. Um, if the respect is mutual, when if the respect is mutual, when like when the kids are around, like I, they're not going to be able to tell any any sort of difference because, like you said, it all just boils down to the kids. As long as the love for the kids is there, then I don't think anything else matters. Um, I'm able I'm able to look over some things that I may or may not have completely dealt with or may or may not have completely forgiven. I'm willing to look over those things just for the betterment of them and making sure that they have what they need and that I'm there, that I'm present I'm present for you know, present as a parent. It's that, it's that whole I don't matter. My child does exactly, exactly, exactly. exactly. And um, it's respecting it's respecting their space. It's respecting their time. Um, when, for instance, when it's my turn, when it's yeah, when it's my turn to get the kids. I make sure that even if I'm even if I'm busy or even if I have to even if I have to work, I make sure that somebody in my family, whether it's my mom or my dad, goes to get the kids because I know that she's entitled to her time just like I am. So I'm going to respect her time just as much as she respects mine. Just as much as she respects mine. And if something comes up to the point where I know that I'm not going to be I'm not going to be in position or nobody in my family's going to be in a position to um, to to get to get the kids when they need to be um, when they need to be picked up or something, then I owe it to her to give her that sort of heads up, maybe like a week, three or four days in advance, saying like, "Hey, here's the situation. I'm working on it. I'll keep you in the loop." It's all about having an open line of communication, but at the same time, that open line of communication is just it's just that. Like you have to look at it as like. You're my business partner. These kids, these are these are our business. So, doctor's appointments, what we got to pay for, food, food allergy, are they sick, whatever. Like it's just all of a constant, uh, constant realm of communication. Well, let me let me ask you this. I'm glad you said what you said. So, going back to um, like you saying, like if it's your weekend, yeah. or whatever, and you may have to work. Let's say you got to work, right? You you look to your family or your support system first yeah. before you know you try to you, before yeah. you take her weekend because you respect like exactly it's like, exactly it should be your weekend. exactly it's so my when, it's, it's my job it's my responsibility it's my responsibility as a father and it's my responsibility being that it is my weekend in our co-parenting agreement that if it's my weekend somebody within my support system somebody within my family within my circle 
we have to work together in order to figure out something so we can get the kids so we can also respect her time right. as because granted it's like being a parent is great everybody loves being a parent but that time that you get alone like that, yeah that time that time without the kids is something that especially with her because she's with the kids more than i am at the moment uh more than i am at the moment so any opportunity that I get in order to get them, I jump at it. Right. So, like I said, so your circle, your support system, right? Mm-hmm. How do you feel all right, in a co-parenting relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Something happens like that, that's who you go to. You go to your support yeah. system. Something happens like that on the other side, and they come to your support system. How, you, how do you feel about that? Like, this is my support system. Like, you know, like, you, you know... They here, you know, to help me when I need help. Right. But now you want to exhaust them as well. And and let's say and, and I'm saying like in a situation where either her support system isn't that supportive. Right. Or she just doesn't go to them at all. She's always or I'm not saying that, you know, in yeah. this situation that's what yeah. she does. But uh that other person always speaking. yeah, hypothetically yeah. speaking, that person always goes to the other the I other. think it's a matter of don't let my people be your first call. You need to exhaust all of your, in my opinion, you need to exhaust all of your possibilities before you call my people. Because, you know what I'm saying? Granted, they're all family. Everybody's like, And that's the thing. It's a tough spot we're for all, them. We're all linked together. It's a tough spot for them because, especially if, you, if you're supposed to, you know, they're good people. Yeah. So. They're not going to say not gonna, no. You know what I'm saying? They're not, yeah. They're not going to say, like, this is my. Yeah. Nephew, uh, niece, granddaughter, yeah. grandson, you know, whatever. Yeah, they're not like gonna they're say not. No. They're not gonna say no, right? But your thing is like, you know, nah, don't you know? Like, I don't know. Me, I'm just like, you would have to ask, you know, like, exhaust, like you say, exhaust your exhaust your, your efforts, yeah, first on exhaust your, side your efforts before you come over here, and then before you re- before be. you reach out to them, you reach out to me and say, hey. So yeah, so that too. So Ask me, can yeah. can they? You know, yeah. Don't, so don't, so yeah. so my yeah. my aunt, my uncle, whatever, whatever. Everybody's busy this weekend. Do you mind if I call your? Do you mind if I call your sister? Do you mind if I call your mother? So they can get the kids this weekend because I know their schedule before she does, yeah. and it'd be kind of rude for her to be like to just randomly or to jump text over you parents. almost. Yeah, just skip over yeah. you, go to your jump like, channel command. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it'd be it'd be kind of um it'd be kind of out of the way. To just go around me and randomly text my father, like, hey, what's your schedule yeah. like this week? Like, you, there's an order of operations. Like, they're, 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 there's a way to do things, yeah. respectively. So, I mean, that's that's my ideal situation. Um, describing my situation now, it's gotten, a, it's gotten better. Over time? Yeah, it's okay. definitely gotten better over time. I mean, it started very volatile. Uh, volatile. I, I don't know many many that haven't, man. Yeah. I really. But I, I think the reason why it's gotten better since, um, yeah, the reason why it's gotten better is because I think we have accepted the fact of what it is. Um, Ain't even so much forgive and forget. It's more so, all right, we got two toddlers, mm-hmm. right? At the moment, we have two two-year-olds. Like, there are bigger fish to fry here than just our little, like, our little misunderstanding that we that we might have had. So, I think 
we I think over time we've realized we work better together when like we're actually amicable towards each other. Yeah, on, like on the same page. Um, like we recently chose to go the route of having a nanny rather than having rather than taking the kids to daycare. So, <laughs> so during that whole during that whole process, like we were in constant communication with each other. Like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this nanny? Like, what do you what do you want the kids to work on while they're with the nanny? And like, we we basically went over a list. Like, want to work on speech, potty training, colors, numbers, shapes, so far ahead of me. animals. Yeah, like we are not there yet. It's literally like it's all about putting the bullshit aside. And being adults about the thing, because granted, yeah, we didn't work out, but and when it's all said and done, we came out with two beautiful, two beautiful as intelligent as babies that we're like we're in charge of. I think that's the biggest statement. It is uh, being adults about it. I think yeah, exactly. As, that's as, all it is. As an adult, you know, it's going to be times that you got to do stuff that you don't want to do, um, but you have to do it. You have yeah. to do it, and that's that's you know part of being an adult. And obviously, I think a lot of times. Um, in this co-parenting situation uh, or in a co-parenting situation. It is like that. And it's not saying like you don't want to do stuff for your, for your child. It may be how you go about it per se, but you got to kind of change it differently because you have a teammate. You, you're working with somebody else. You're not making exactly. the decisions on your own. You have somebody else that you... And it's not even that because obviously if you're with this person, you're a team. Right. But it's different when you're a team and y'all not together. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's... it's that's, I feel like that's the big that's the big thing. It's just, it's just you got to get past whatever it is. Um, whatever that calls you guys to be co-parents. Yeah, to be you co-parents, you that, that gotta you have to get that. Whatever that situation was, is that if that's not out the way on both ends, on both ends, because yeah. you know, um, it could be both people could be you know could could still be dealing with it, or it could be one person still dealing with. It. But on both sides, if it's not done on both sides at the same time, then it's not. I think if you keep work. holding on to it, like it cloud, it definitely clouds your judgment. When you hold on to, uh, when you hold on to animosity, that uh, or if you if you constantly trying to get the other person back, like you constantly trying to do something mm. to make the other person feel uh, you inadequate know, as a parent. Not even that, like like just just you're just trying to retaliate for your feelings that you feeling about whatever the situation was. Right. Um, as long as you if you continue to keep doing things like you. You know, you're not doing things anymore for the betterment of your you job. Do spike. You're doing, yeah, you're just doing things to get that person back. That's that's not what the co-parenting thing is about. It's right. about your child. So you get, you really got to leave that shit at the door. Like you have to. I know everybody's different. Everybody, you know, grieves different. Everybody, everybody does stuff different. But you have to, at at some point, you, you just have to get over that shit. Like it, it like simply put, you got to get the fuck get over. over. Whatever it is, yeah. you have to get over. I don't know how you may. You know how certain people may go about it, but at a certain point, it's just like, yo, enough is a fuck enough. Yeah, get the fuck over it. You know, <laughs> like even even if what happened, let's say hypothetically, um, one one person cheated, uh-huh. right, and that's why y'all not together anymore. The person right. cheated, right? And you have kids or whatever. Um, you, the other person have every you have every right to be upset. Like you know that that person cheated, you have complete right to be upset. But at the end of the day, at some point. You have to get over it. You get Even, over it. You're not in the wrong for being upset about it, no, but you have to get over it because you got a child that's more important than what happened. Yeah, or, nobody, or, or yeah. y'all not being together. You know? Nobody's making your feelings invalid. You just yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, your yeah. feelings aren't invalid. But yeah, you just gotta, you just gotta, get, gotta over get over it, it because, because it's all. My my dad always tells me 
you gotta look at the bit. You gotta look at the bigger picture, and the bigger picture is them two kids right there. Like that trumps everything. Um, so I think we're getting. I think we're getting a lot better. Um, hopefully it. Uh, hopefully it, it stays that way. Um, yeah, I mean that's all. I can only hope that we that we. Stay stay on the track that we're on. Excuse me. Possibly get a lot better than what we're doing. Um, but being almost two years into it, I think it's it's coming along. We, we, we're finding the traction. We're, we're finding uh, we're finding the rhythm. Um, so I think when I I don't know when when I you know think about things with my uh, co-parent situation, I always think back on like. When I was younger, and uh, friends or family that I may have that uh, I was doing it. the parents, um, you know, weren't together. Yeah, and obviously they were co-parenting at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wondered, like, you know, how did they go about it at the time? Yeah. Like, I don't, you know, obviously, you know, I don't remember seeing I, like, like, yeah, stuff, exactly. but I just, you know, just having friends and stuff that had, you know, the parents weren't together, and it's just like, man, I wonder how they, you know, got to where they are, you know, got to where they were at, at some point, so. right? Um, but I, like I said, I just with anything, um, I just think time it takes time. Um, I know sometimes, some days it's like, God damn, like we ain't there yet. Like, what? It, how much time do it take to get here? But good God, like I said, everything is different. You know, people are different. Um, you got to find that balance between, I guess, between the two people. But okay, we'll say uh, you get to that point, right? Mm-hmm. No, uh, may okay. Either you get to that point, right, and okay. y'all are good. Or you get to that point and or you get to this point and y'all may not be there yet. When it comes time, okay, let's say you move let's say one person moved on. Mm-hmm. One person moved on, right? You found somebody else, mm-hmm. you know, y'all built this bond, mm-hmm. you want this person now, now you want to introduce them into this part of your life. Mm-hmm. How how do you how do you think you would go you go about it? Um if you're on, if you and your co-parenting partner are on good terms, mm-hmm. and how do you think you go about it if you and your co-parenting partner are not there yet? Because I mean, if you've moved on, like you can't hold, you know, what I'm saying you can't hold yourself, your yeah. your life on hold, right? Waiting on how however long this is gonna take for us to get on the right pace, right? You know, if I moved on and I found somebody else, like I found somebody else, and eventually you're gonna want to introduce that person that part of your life, regardless of how you and your co-parenting person do. So how would you go about? I mean, I think it's all about offering the type, offering. Um, Offering an opportunity to meet said person who I'm who I'm with, um, but is it just like a hey, I want you to meet my new girlfriend? Like, you know, how how you go about it? Like, you you can't, you know, what I'm saying like, yeah, if, if not, that person's not over it, they get, you know, depending on what you're doing, they yeah, can kind I of mean, take shit disrespectful. Or, I mean, you know, to heart. Um, I mean, I I recently recently went through it. Um, well, in the process, I basically reached out to her like, hey. I want you to meet somebody been with since the summer. Um, means means a lot to me. I wouldn't bring anybody around the kids who who I who I felt was questionable. And I respect for you all like for you to meet her first before you know I invite her to meet the kids and whatnot. And um, the response I got was very positive, which was a little bit surprising to me. But um, but a good thing. But a good thing. Yeah, it was. It was definitely. It was. It was definitely a good thing. It was. It was. It was a little bit of a sigh of relief because it was one of those things that you know, we, like we said earlier, it's one of those things that we had to do that we were that I was kind of dreading. 
I was kind of dreading doing it, doing it because I was not, I wasn't sure of what the response would be. And you, you're not dreading it because you know, you're dreading because you, you don't want, you don't want the. I don't want any drama. The drama. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was dreading because I don't want, I don't want, it, I didn't want any of the drama. But the fact that I got a positive response would kind of, kind of reassured me that I did the right thing. And and she was like, she's really adamant on on being the kids and. I wanted to make sure that it was the right time for her. I wanted her to come to me and say, "Hey, I want I want to meet your kids," rather than me saying, "Hey, I got some people I want you to meet." Right? You know what I mean? Like I wanted I wanted her to feel in her mind that she was ready, so that when the time came, I told her, like you know, when, whenever you're ready, let me know. We'll do whatever that needs to be done in order to in order to make it happen. And she came to me. And that was that's the first step in the uh, that was that's the first step in the process. Now I'm not talking like going out to dinner or anything. I'm just saying like, hey, boom, meet, boom, boom, this is boom. Um, and from there, exchange their pleasantries, boom, they met, you know. And um, what that at some point do you think um, after that? Maybe you know, not saying it has to be at that exact moment, but after that, uh, some. Not like I said, not saying like dinner, but some type of sit down has to happen at some point. I feel like as the other, am I for me speaking on me? If I mm-hmm. was you know the parent being uh, introduced to the new uh, boyfriend, so mm-hmm. my boyfriend, uh, maybe not in that moment, right? But at some point, you know, I want to sit down and and talk to whoever this guy is. I mean, He's gonna be around my child, you know. I ain't. You know, no, no beef, but if this person is going to be around my child, right. you know, on a consistent basis like that, right. so I would like to know, you know. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I think it would, it would definitely be something where I would want to be there too. Like in the conversation, or just just, just like there. there. Yeah, I mean, mm. yeah, just there. I want to be there too. I'm a little different on that. I mean, it could, it can, it can kind, of, it can kind of go either way, but. I think I would want to be there just so I know that she's not getting disrespected or being bombarded with different things. I'm me being there is protecting her. You know what I mean? Like I don't want it to be I don't want it to be like a hostile environment to where she's coming at like you know what I mean? Like I don't know I, I can't put it in the word. I, I don't know how to explain it. Um I don't want my girl to feel inadequate or less than or not worthy of, you know, being the kids, being the kids' lives based off of what is coming out of said. I mean, but you being there, what signs are going to stop her from saying whatever she wants to say or whatever it is that she feels like she wants to say? I don't know, but I just I think I would feel more comfortable being there. Okay, my, my me I'm a little different. I don't think I need to. Obviously, I would be there when you know mm-hmm. I introduce it to. But I mean, if it, depending on on how the person is, like, uh, so I'm gonna go again off of me personally. If I was to meet another guy, I'm gonna be happy. Like you know, like I I want her to go Please. and Please. you know and, and be successful in life and find Absolutely. somebody else. You know, that's that's. That's gonna work for her. Yeah, yes. I, I want that. I want that for her. 
Um, I got no ill will or nothing against that. Like you, you know, you deserve to be happy. You know, obviously we didn't work uh, for our reasons, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't go out and find somebody. That, you know, that can be everything that you need them to be. Mm-hmm. So if you find that person or whatever, I, 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 there's no beef for me, and I know some situations that, that that person is just just will have beef with that person for no reason. But for me, it's not like okay, you got a new boyfriend, that's yeah. fine. I want to talk to him, you know, man to man because you're being around my child. But I mean, other than that, like, I ain't, ain't got no, I got no ill will to you. So I just want to talk to you. I want to know what kind of person is around my kid. Okay. I'm not talking to you because I want to have, have, no, I wouldn't even say that to have some issue with you or something like that. Or, you know, I want you to feel like you will never be my child's father. Like, exactly. I That's already what have, I was trying to say. I, I say That's I already, what I was trying to say. Yes. I, I'm confident in myself. Not when you say confident. I am overly confident, cocky enough in myself to know that nobody will ever come into my daughter's life and take Absolutely. the title of her father. Absolutely. Nobody would. Nobody. There's nobody could ever take that away from me. Like they, nobody would be good enough to, to just grasp that away from me. Right. So I'm not looking at you as if oh you're coming here to try to take my spot. Not at all. So I got no beef. Like I just want to know what kind of person is around. Just like if you were to enroll your child to daycare, you go mm-hmm. and you talk to the teachers and you go talk to the daycare because you want to know what kind of people are going to be watching your child during the day. Same. This the same. To me, that's what it is. I just want to know what kind of man is around my child. What are your your your, your thoughts on you know discipline? What are uh, your moral thoughts and things like that? Right. Just like what what are you going to be? What is my daughter going to be learning around you? You know. Because kids, you know, at some point, kids are like a sponge, and they just take all that shit in. So, so you don't think you can achieve the same thing with the bummer being there? I just, don't, I don't feel like, I don't feel like it's no, it's no need. Definitely I mean, it's how she set it up. Like, if she's there, okay, you can be there, but right. you don't need to be sitting in my face. Because my thing is, I don't need, you know, I don't need somebody sitting there policing me as like my mom. Like, right. I'm a grown man. I'm talking to, to another grown man. As an adult, I should be able to talk to this person. That's true. And not, you know what I'm saying? And not, there's, like I told you, there's no, I have no beef with this person. I have nothing. Because a lot, I think a lot of times, um, a lot of times when, when people talk to each other that aren't friends and it's about business or like in this, in this particular situation, like we're talking about somebody being around my kids, mm-hmm. like. I think a lot of times people think it's like a lot of tension, it's a lot of static. That, yeah, and that's a lot of people. Think I don't think it has to be that way. I, I think you can still be respectable without being like, hey, yeah, bro, yeah, bro, da, 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 da. Like, you can be, you can still be respectable, get your point across without being an asshole. But the thing is, somebody has to bring that in, and like, if you hear me talking right now, I'm gonna be that person. Like when that situation comes, I'm ha- bro, I'm happy to meet you. I'm happy that y'all together. I'm happy, yeah. you know. Hopefully that. This you are what's best for do you think for her, mm-hmm. but you're gonna be around my child. Let's talk about some stuff involved. Like, I don't even want to. We don't have to. I don't talk about nothing involving your relationship yeah. with my child's mother. Like that's yeah, that's uh, that's all that's your, your business. That's all you. It's your business. Yeah, I just want to you around my child. You know, because I feel like honestly, I, I wanted to. I, so speaking of ideal, you said we talk about ideal co-parent relationships. Mm-hmm. I guess this kind of would be a co-parent relationship with you and. Your your co-parenting significant other. Now y'all are kind of co-parenting as well. At a certain point, like I said, they got married. Like yeah, she's he's a stepfather at that yeah. point. You know, so yeah, he's you know we're kind of co-parenting as well. Yeah. So I feel like uh, to a certain extent, we have to have a certain type of relationship, and I want to have that certain type of relationship with the other guy because it's certain things I don't want to feel. I don't want my daughter to feel like. 
you know, she can go when she's, let's say she's with her mom, right? And she's married, mm-hmm. her mom's not married to somebody else. I don't want her to feel that she can just go over there and just be disrespectful and do stuff that she wants to do. You know, kind of be a certain way because she's like, oh, you're not my dad. You're not. Yeah. Like, nah, I don't want to be like this. So I want me and that dude to have that, you know, some type of relationship, you know, and be on the same page to, you know, we, he understands how I want my daughter raised and how right. I want things. So it's, it's not no, you know, I'm going to call my daddy. Like, well, what did you do, baby? Yeah. And then you, she tells me what she did. He had every right to do He had every right <laughs> yeah. to say what he said to you. Yeah. You know better than that. You're yeah, not gonna, exactly. don't, you don't disrespect any adult like that. Exactly. You know, whatever it may be. So I feel like, you know, to, if me, if I plan on having that type of relationship with that guy at some point, from the jump, it needs to be set up a certain type of way. So I, same same way, um, let's say like my girlfriend now, she has a son. Mm-hmm. And when I met his dad, mm-hmm. I told him straight up, like, Anything involving, you know, your son or anything like that, we don't have to go through Jasmine. Mm-hmm. You come, you, you come. I give you my number. You can come straight to me. All right. We we grown men. You know what I mean? I don't need a middleman or nothing like that. Like we can talk because it's not a. It's it's about your. It's about. It's about your, it's son. About your son. You know, like that's. And I'm telling what you, this whole thing. I'm about. telling you, I got his best interest. At yeah, heart. exactly. I got his best interest at heart. Here's my number. Because there's no. Because I have no beef with you. I have exactly. no beef with you. You're, like literally, you know what I'm saying? You're the the father of, of you know of my. My girlfriend's son, like, yeah, I have yeah. nothing against you, nothing like that, you know. And I, I, I see no reason for us not to have a open, a open uh, communication between the two. Yeah. There's open no reason. That, there's no reason that you know I should have to go through her to get to you, or you had to go her to get to me. Like, if we got something we want, we need to talk about, or whatever it may be, you know what I mean? Like, we two grown men, we should be able to talk. We should be able to talk like adults into like two grown men shit. Whew. I feel like that's 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 hard though. I mean. Like I said, like I said, if especially if the other person is not over whatever it is, they might it's they may not tough, they're not man. gonna let that 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 relationship it's uh, tough. That communication be open like that because they because they're gonna feel like they're gonna feel this person is trying to come in and take my title as you know my child's mother and that's not you know yeah or or this person come in and take the title as my child's father and that's like that's not what it is bro you know like you gotta understand that y'all not you are not with that person no more they're gonna move on eventually. If you if you didn't want this to happen, <laughs> you know y'all should have stayed together. Yeah, I, I don't. That's that's my thing. When people, um, I can see if it's different if let's say you get cheated on, right, mm-hmm. and then that person moved on. Now you know you, that ain't what you wanted in the first place to happen. So I can feel, see how you feel. How you feel. But if you the one, let's say you the one that cheated, and then the other person, the person that you cheated on, moves on, right. Mm-hmm. And now you mad that they moved on? Like nigga, like you, if you didn't want that, you shouldn't have <laughs> did what you did in the first place to make y'all become co-parents. <laughs> if that's not what you wanted, you should have did whatever it is that you needed to do to to keep your your family together. Had your girlfriend met your the mother of your child? The mother of your daughter? No, not yet. Not, not yet. No, not yet. It's, it's still. You waiting we're on? Still, it? We're still a little early. Yeah, we, yeah. we. I don't think we there yet. Like like I said, I just I feel. I don't think it's necessarily a time where it's like, all right, now we're we're ready for this. Yeah. But I definitely think it's a time where it's like, no, we're not. Ready. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I don't think we we there yet. I don't I, I don't think it's 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 I don't think it's needed yet. I don't think yeah. it's needed yet, and I don't I don't think it uh, it benefits our situation in any kind of way just yet. Yeah. Um, but so, I mean, it's 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 gonna happen. It's definitely gonna happen. And like I said, well, I think when it happens, um, you know, I definitely respect, uh, you know, my daughter's mother, and you know, mm-hmm. give her heads up, like, hey, you know, 
is somebody I want you to meet. But I, like I had told you before too, like I mean, I'm, I'm respect you know you as her mother and give you the opportunity to meet this other woman. Right. But if you say nah, I don't let let's say that's hypothetically speaking, you know, I don't want to put this on her, but let's just say you know nah, I don't want to meet that bitch or whatever it may be <laughs> like that, right? Like, all right, I gave you the opportunity, yeah, but I'm not about to put my life on hold yeah. because you have an attitude or because you or right. whatever. Like, it's kind of like when I it's kind of like when the other person brings it to you. You should appreciate the part, the, the fact that they're bringing to you in the they first bring place. It to you, yeah. But you kind of have no, no, no you kind of can't say nothing. But all right, let's meet. Like, what are you gonna say? No. Yeah. Then what? Like, all right, no, I don't want to meet her. So then what? Like, what do you? Or no, I don't want to meet him. Then, then what do you do? Like, the other person is not gonna put their life on hold. Like, oh, my baby I, I mother. Afford, my, I afforded you the opportunity. Right. You said no. Life goes on. So, so I, I feel like at that point, at that point, you know, I, I probably would speak on it and just say, all right, well, look, you know. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. I give you the opportunity. The opportunity is still there when you when you want it, but don't think that I'm gonna put on hold, you know, yeah. everything waiting on you to feel like you want to. Like yeah. this is still gonna go on over here, you know. She's still gonna be whenever you get over it, once you get into, over into that part of yeah. my life. But whenever you're ready, you know, just let me know and y'all can meet. You know, exactly. There's, there's no beef. Um, exactly. So with you with you being in a relationship, um, like how do you handle boundaries? As far as like with the mother, your daughter, and your girlfriend, like as far as communication goes, um, because a lot of times, a lot of times, uh, you know, I think a lot of times we people get in relationships that have uh, that are in co-parenting situations, and their boyfriend or girlfriend at the time always has. There's always that that thought in the back of their mind, like, oh, he's gonna get back with his, with his baby mom, and he's gonna get she gonna get back with her baby daddy. Like how, like how do you set those boundaries and make sure that they're clear cut boundaries so that your girlfriend isn't like isn't in the dark with anything. So uh, I can't speak on nobody else's situation, but my specific situation, I said before, I had I had to have somebody that had a child. Because I needed them to already to understand mm-hmm. the co-parenting side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I can only imagine like have, how how difficult it is to deal with a co-parenting situation and also deal with trying to show and and, 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 and I guess teach your, uh, your your new person you know how to deal with mm-hmm. the co-parenting stuff. So with me personally, I don't have to really set boundaries because everything is understood. Um, that is true. But I still feel like, you know, obviously certain stuff I don't do. Um, like I told you, women, we're still early. We're still, you know, still navigating this co-parenting thing. We ain't the best at it. Um, things ain't always sunshine and, and roses. Um, so because of that, I really feel like it ain't hard, you know, to have boundaries because we ain't buddy-buddy like that. You know what I mean? Right. Like it ain't like, you know, it's it's literally, it's us. When we are speaking, it's about the kid. It's always about the mm-hmm. child, about, about, uh, about Corey. So um, in my personal situation, I think it's easy. But I've seen situations where, I don't know, it's weird. Like, it's, it's, I've seen situations where the two people co-parenting are, I wouldn't say buddy-buddy all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's still, it's weird. It's like, they ain't together, but they still kind of do things that a boyfriend or girlfriend would do as far as like 
how they communicate with each other and, how, and, and just things like that. Like it's not, it, it sometimes it seems like things they do isn't, we're communicating for the child. We're communicating more because we want to talk to each other. Like, you know, we want to talk to each other right now. Like, it's, yeah. not, like, it's not like I'm talking to her or, or we're doing something because our child, we want to do this with our child. We want to do something with our child. It's more like I wanted to be around him or I wanted to be around her. And it's like, are y'all together or y'all not together? Like, yeah. It's a fuzzy line. So, I mean, if y'all both single, I mean, that's, I, I, and it works for y'all, that's cool. But if you, either one of y'all have somebody else into it, now it's like, okay, I get y'all got a child together, but y'all not together. Y'all like, gotta relax. What, yeah. What are y'all doing? Like, this, yeah. this ain't, that ain't, that ain't how that works. Right. And you, like I said, when you got somebody that's, uh, that's new to this whole situation, you gotta do things to, to reassure them. Because any normal headed person is gonna have, you know, they might not have doubts in you, like, oh my God, you know, he gonna, or she gonna leave me for, you know, their, yeah, their co parent and partner. Uh, but they're gonna think like, oh, man, they they hanging out like this, like you know, all the time. Like, why is she at his house? You know, yeah. like like I mean, like like stuff yeah. like that. Like, why is she, I get they have a child together? Why they, why is she at his house? Like, why why is she at the family event? Like, you know, I, I, it's kind of it's <laughs> you gotta set you gotta those are definitely boundaries that need to be set. Um, I and I would my advice to anybody uh, that's coming into a relationship with somebody that's co-parenting, and those lines are fuzzy. Mm-hmm. Um, do yourself a favor and, and get the fuck out of there. I wouldn't Either even that or ask some it. questions. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even put up with it. Um, if if this person isn't reassuring you from the jump on their own mm-hmm. that they're done, you know, with that person, and it's just a strictly co-parenting thing, don't even waste your time because it's it's going to come down to to a point where it's almost going to be like, or they're probably going to feel like. Uh, you're trying to push them to the point where it's like it's either me or the child type yeah. of deal. When it's not what you're coming as, but you know because you're, it's always going to seem like a competition yeah, to the other person. Yeah, and because you're against the way that they co-parent, they're going to feel like that's what you're trying to do. So I feel like if you're in a situation like that and you got that going on, you probably should just get the fuck out of there. Yeah, like, it's not it's not worth it. It's uh, it's cut off the ties. You know, I, I mean, I know it's you know depending on how you know how deep you feel for that person, it may be hard, but I would highly suggest. Uh, Getting the fuck up out of there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really, I really would. I, I really would suggest that, um, because like I said, like you, you knew, you know, coming into this relationship with this person that they were co-parenting, yeah. but they also knew that they were doing that, and that you, you know, were going to have doubts and things like that, and they're not doing anything to reassure you or to, you know, help you with that. Mm-hmm. Then let that shit go, because you, you should, you definitely should not have to figure that out on your own, right? Because um, a relationship is also a partnership it's also a team definitely and if they ain't doing their part in our relationship with you know reassuring you that it's y'all then get the fuck out of there (laughs) but that's my opinion on that that's my opinion like i said with me i don't have to set the boundaries really because uh jasmine just you know well i mean for one for one i i do a lot of reassuring um whether it be verbal or my favorite is uh through actions um she knows you know i don't have to say stuff like she knows like you know, that I'm serious about certain stuff or what I mean about certain stuff. Like, it's not, you know, she doesn't have to have these doubts. Even in times, you know, our situation was a little different. So coming in, you know, coming into before we even became, you know, a couple, uh, I'm not an idiot. I, I'm, I'm, I know when it was certain times, like, shit, if I was her, I would have a doubt with this situation. Like, you know, I, I may think in my head, 
Dang, like is you he, know, is you know her to the, you know her to the point where you know. Not, not I wouldn't even say knowing her. I wouldn't even say just normal. Just any person would have a doubt if they're significant or or the person they were talking to, the person they like, is going to do this or or has to do this. They would think like, man, you know, I hope nothing happens. Or I hope you know. So I make sure in those situations because I understand that they're there. Mm-hmm. That I make sure in those situations. But I even said to her like, hey, I'm reassuring you this. Like I wouldn't. I'm not putting it out there like that. I just do. Just, whatever yeah. I need to do to for my actions to show, or I may say something to reassure her. Not saying I'm reassuring you, but I might say something or do something to where I know she'll look at him and be like, "Okay, I have nothing to worry about." Right. So, um, that's what she said. Yeah, my best my best thing with that is if you can find somebody that you know you love and cherish, and that person also has to have a child, it'd be a lot easier. But I don't know. I don't know if that's feasible for everybody to come across it just you know god saw it right from my plan so it worked for me but i can kind of speak i can i can speak from the the point of view of my significant other not having a child um i think from the jump when it came down when when it came down to boundaries it was just having it was just having a full disclosure type of thing that open communication yeah yeah our base like you know from the jump she already knew i had two kids Mm -hmm. By of course by one woman, um, sure I knew that's that. That's a big the, deal. Yeah, that's that is that's a big is, deal. That's a big deal. It is. That is definitely a big. Round deal. of applause for me. That is that is. <laughs> a, I'm, I'm just saying, like, well, I feel like if, if like, let's say you're single, right, and you're in the club and you're talking to somebody or whatever, and they're like, like, yeah, I got kids. Like, you, like you're yeah. being open at the beginning, like, yeah, I got kids. And like, oh, really? Like, yeah. By the same mom? Nah, I got two different moms. Yeah. Two moms. That's like, oh, never mind. Like, no. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. Probably, like, I feel like a lot of that come from that. It's like, uh, yeah. I don't know what you two moms? Like you got something going on. So I mean I already had it in my mind that it was gonna be full disclosure, open communication mm-hmm. with anything. So anytime that she has questions about anything, like I always make sure that I tell her or anytime that um any like because um you know, January and February back to back birthday months. Mm-hmm. So while we're making plans, I'm making sure any plans that I have with any any plans that I have with the kids and their mother, I make sure that I let her know as well. Mm. Um, just out of just out of a respect thing, like look, here's where like here's where we are, here's what we're going to be doing, things like that. Like I don't want there to be any sort of any sort of blurred lines, any sort of thing, any sort of like opportunity to where things can be misunderstood, you know, to an extent. Um, and when it came down to, um, shit, where was about to go? But yeah, I mean, it was just all a fact, all a matter of like when, whenever she asked a question, like I always had to answer. Um, whether it was, hey, why did you guys break up, or like how often do you guys do things together with the kids, or, um, uh, you know. Hey, how do you think that? Like, how do you think she'll be like when when I meet her, or you know, things like that. Um, and like, I thought it was, I thought it would be a little bit difficult just because she didn't have children. So I tried my best not to just like force it on her. Like, mm-hmm. hey, boom, after kids, after kids, after mm-hmm. kids, after kids. Like, here's my kids. You want to see pictures of my kids? Da, da, da. Like, I I wanted to have her come to me with that. 
I wanted to have her come to me and say, hey, you got any pictures of Sebastian and Zoe? Like, I would like to see him. Like, what are some things that, what are, like, what are some things that Sebastian and Zoe did this weekend while you were with him? Or, or how's Sebastian doing? I heard he was sick. I remember you telling me he was sick. You went to an appointment with him. Think just small things like that. Small things like that from her lets me know that she cares and lets me know that I'm doing something right because it's not me pushing it on her. It's more so her wanting to know that information about me because the way she described it, the way she described it when uh, when she said she was ready to meet the kids was that she felt like she was missing out on a part of me. So, I can understand it. Yeah, she felt as though she was missing out on a part of me. She was like, you know, I really love you and... Um, I really love you. I respect you as a parent. Um, I think I'm ready for. I think I'm ready for that step because I'm ready to experience that side of you. Mm. Because it's, in her words, it seems like I don't have all of you when I want all of you, and I and I, I can fully understand that. I can understand that to the so point. so when you come so when she came to me with that. I'm like, all right, I got to do what I need to do in right. order for her, in order so, so we can, you know, move on with our lives, you know. I can, I can definitely understand it. Yeah. Uh, this is going to sound stupid. We talked about this before, but I remember I told you, uh, like, so like you said, like, she just, she wants to be a part, you know, like, Every it's, almost like it's almost like if you have, so you have your, you have your girl, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or even with you with her, it gets to a point where you don't want other people to like know stuff about them that you don't even know. Like somebody come to you and say to tell you about like if somebody came that's to you and told you something about your, your girl. That's a bar. And you're like, I didn't know that shit. How the fuck this this nigga know that that's shit about a you. Right? You are never so, supposed to have anybody right, tell right. your girl something about you that she right, don't that already, she already know. know. And, and vice versa, you're gonna want the same thing. Exactly. So I definitely understand that feeling. Like I, I remember I was telling you or we talked about it on the podcast before. This is about to sound dumb and just way off subject. But remember I told you I was like I just cannot shit around Jasmine. I can't do that shit. You should. So wait, no, I'm gonna tell you. So I thought about it. So this is what happened. We went. <laughs> my daughter was sick, and I was in the uh, was in the hospital, right? She was uh-huh. sick. And I said, like, man, I got a shit, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna use the bathroom at the hospital. Like, fuck it, I gotta use the bathroom. And obviously, her mother was there in the room. I had, I would, and I thought about it. Like, if I needed to, I have no problem doing this around her. Right. But I can't do this shit around Jasmine. And I felt bad. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> with this woman and I can't can't do that and and the shit is crazy bro the shit because I told you I said sometimes I just literally the shit is crazy like I know times that any reasonable person would have a doubt right she would have a doubt and I'll do stuff to reassure her that you know without even her telling me that she has a doubt about something I just know that if I was her I would have a doubt and I just do certain stuff to reassure her right so thinking about that I was like I felt some type of way about that, right? So later on, I actually brought it up Sorry to her. Happy I brought that up to her. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I thought about this at the hospital. And I was just like, how the fuck can I do this around her? And I can't do this around her. And she was like, yeah, I, I kind of felt, you know, felt like that. But I didn't say nothing. I, you know, I just didn't say nothing about it. And I was just like, you, you know just know. I just know. I just had a feeling. But I'm going to take a shit in your bathroom right now. Hey, the crazy part I is, I, like, it was kind of similar like this. I'm going to take a shit <laughs> right now. To commemorate our relationship, I'm going to take a shit in your I'm going to go right now. And I ain't even gonna spray. <laughs> you stupid. Well, I'm just, just, just I understand. I can definitely understand how you know she would want to be a part. You know, because she feel like you know, she feel like she's your, she's your, your, your woman. She's your, yeah. Lady. Obviously, you know, uh, your kid's mother is not your, not your, your woman right. anymore. So she, at a, at a certain point, you know, she's gonna want to, you know, yeah. 
just like I would, I would want to to be have access to that part of you that this other woman has. Right. 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 Exactly. You know, exactly. exactly. Given the time, like I'm not saying like I need that right away. As soon as we get together, like I need that. But yeah, after you know, after time, yeah, and, 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 and emotions it, and stuff. You know, and it wasn't a right away thing. It was something that um, it was something that we talked about. It was like, a, you know, when the time comes, you know, I'll let you know. And I, like, I tried to make sure that I let her know, like, whenever you're ready, like, you make sure, you, like, you let me know. And, like, we can we can do what needs to be done in order to make it happen. And um, she came to me. And I got completely out of my comfort zone because I'm not a drama person. Like, I don't, I don't like having adult conversations. I wouldn't even say that. It's just I don't you want to have good because I feel the same way. I don't, I don't like have I don't like having conversations when that can I go think, left when I think drama is gonna come. Exactly. Back. I'm having them. Like, exactly. If I know I can, I'm having a conversation with somebody and it's gonna legit be a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I have no. I don't care what the conversation about. I have no issue. Yeah. But if I'm having a conversation with somebody and I know that it's gonna it's gonna lead to some kind of drama, whether it be, I just know what I, or however I feel about what I'm about to say. Yeah. That person's gonna take it. This way, and they're yeah. gonna go the fuck off. Yeah, I mean, I don't even want to have that conversation. But it was something. It was something that I felt was important because she was she, not even so much that she was adamant about it. She was really she was confident in uh, she was confident about it when she told me, mm. and the fact that she was confident about it let me know that like I need. All right, it's time to it's time to go ahead and have it. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't easy at all. Like you can like you can ask her. Like I, I typed up something. I sent it to her. Like how this sound? <laughs> you proofread this. Yeah, quick. yeah, exactly. You put you this through spell this. check. I don't yeah. have nothing wrong. Don't yeah, nothing exactly. Wrong exactly. Is my punctuation yeah. right? Is my my yeah, exactly. exactly. So the fact that she cared so much made me, um, made it easier for me to go and get out of my comfort zone, and uh, go on with do it and do what needed to be done. So, um, definitely be uh, before the month is out. Hopefully, very, very soon, we'll go ahead and get that, uh, get that popping. You know what I mean? Feel you, feel you. I'm happy for you, bro. I'm happy. I have it going to show. It's going the way you know that you, you would envision it to go. Like I said, because it could have, it could have gone one or two yeah. ways. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It went the right. It went the <laughs> way you know, one or two ways. But I, definitely, I, I man. Just, like I said, I think with, just with co-parenting in general, um, time is the biggest factor. I think mm-hmm. co-parenting. Um, so everybody heals different. Everybody does stuff differently. So one person may be over whatever it may be. Other person may take forever to get over it. Um, Sometimes I think it feels like the other person, or you know, is not ever going to get over it until some something else has taken that the space of of that situation. That's another bar. It's like I feel like sometimes, like if they don't move on. Somehow find somebody else, whether maybe whether they together or if mm-hmm. they just got somebody else that they kicking it with. Right. If that don't never happen, they ain't never gonna let that shit go. Never. They just need somebody else to come and take that. Uh, I don't know, take that spot. I guess for lack of better words, feel that void. Feel that void. Yeah, feel that void. So, like I said, that all takes time, man. What, um, what do you What do you think? What do you think are some things that, um. That shouldn't be done if you're. Give me two things. Shouldn't? Yeah, give me two things that shouldn't be done. Why can't you three? Two is weird. All right, give me three things that shouldn't be done. I don't even know if I got three. I when you're in a, it. when you're in a co, like when you're in a, in a relationship. That should not be done. You're in a relationship and are also half of a co. Okay, you deal. should not 
Okay, how did, is this the correct way to say this? Okay, now I say it this way. You should not close communication with. Wait, okay, we just talking about co-parenting or co-parenting with. Co-parenting with a girlfriend. Okay, uh, you should not close off communication with your girlfriend. You got to keep that open communication. You need to. Anything that you were discussing with the mother of your child, you can. I think you should be comfortable in relaying that information and saying like, "Hey, this is what we're doing." Um, I'm gonna be here, so and so and so. You know, you know something like that. I was gonna know? say, I was gonna say something against that, but then I thought about it, and I may, I may not come back like just like, oh, I gotta tell you this because right, I have right. to tell you this. But I might just end up if just you talking to like, hey, we did this with yeah, her, like, or yeah, this if you, yeah, if you ask me, like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be 100. Like, this is this is what we did. This is what we did. This is how we did it. This is what we ate. <laughs> I, feel like you know what I feel like in a lot of situations when you don't feel like you have to do something, you do it anyway. Yeah, it's always when somebody make you feel like you have like if you're at home right and, and I don't know they say your, your parents like you need to clean this house I don't want to clean this shit but if they don't say nothing like shit I clean up let me clean up right like, <laughs> it's just when somebody tell you to do it you're like man fuck so it's like when you were trying somebody tell you to wash the dishes you ain't gonna wash the dishes if somebody tell you to wash the dishes but you might walk past it a couple of times might get on your nerves and you just might yeah like, let me get this out of here I don't know it's, it's weird so that's one that's one don't don't shut off that communication with your your other person like you need to keep that open. To have the best results um, with them understanding the and you know the whole co-parenting dynamic. Uh, second, something that you shouldn't do: you shouldn't treat your co-parent partner as if y'all are still in a relationship. You should not treat them like like y'all have to find that boundary and find you know find those boundaries to where everything feels and is co-parenting. It's not. Two people that are not together but together, like it's yeah. not that it's we're co-parents. they're not together together, they're together apart. Yeah, yeah, they're together apart. Yeah. It's not, it should not be that. It should not be that. So definitely, um, anybody anybody on the outside looking in should not have the feeling that y'all are together when y'all aren't together. Yeah, yeah. That means no family functions. That means like it. It just shouldn't. It shouldn't. It shouldn't look like you are with this person when you are not with this person. At least not at the beginning, because I can't even. Because I've seen, I've seen friends, uh, all right, who who have a child with someone, mm-hmm. and now are married. Mm-hmm. But his family and mm-hmm. his ex have the relationship where she's able to bring their child to family functions, and she, you know, if let's say, let's say he's away, let's say he's away. Okay. And they still want they still want to see their grandchild. Mm-hmm. She's able to bring him, and it doesn't have to be like he'll just drop him off. Like you know, she can come and still have, you know, there's no beef. That, I can understand where that. they are now. They weren't there. To start I can it understand. Off. I can understand that. It takes time. To, it definitely took them time to get yeah. there. But that's vet that's status. definitely you know when you said like what do I think I deal with? Where seeing that, I remember when I first thought I was like, damn, like that's, that's crazy. You know, that's dope. Now I know they didn't were always there, but that's definitely something. That's I Hall of Fame level. Hall of Fame level yeah, definitely. Right I would definitely hope that you know that, that we ain't necessarily got to do that, but just to be whatever that level is, just to be that comfortable, yeah. that unbothered. Yeah, and, yeah. For every for everybody in the situation to be over everything, and for to be all just parties focused, to not be triggered, and to be just focused yeah, on the child. Yeah, exactly. That, that's a beautiful spot to be. So, um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I look forward to that. But the third of what you shouldn't do. Um, What you shouldn't do. You shouldn't use your child to, to pay back the other person for whatever happened. 
You should not. You, everything that you do should be for the betterment of your child, not for the betterment of your feelings because you feel like you finally got the person back for whatever happened. Right. It should not be like that. Um, that's my third. I don't know if you, you do you have three different ones or do you want three, I mean, do, you, do you want to do three things you should do? Would it be easier? Three things that you should, you should do. do. Yeah. I mean, I think we I think we covered it. Keep the lines of communication open. Um You just go off and of, just put everything I just said. Yeah, keep the lines of communication open. Keep your boundaries solid. Um the same stuff I just said. You can just find your own three. You can no. use the three I just used. No. Um, yeah. Keep uh keep keep the boundaries solid and just uh drum roll. Keep the kids first. And that was Chris reiterating. <laughs> that was Chris reiterating. Thanks but no, nah, man, I, I I mean like like you said before we started, this is something that we that we've been wanting to talk about for for a while, and I wish we would have uh, I wish we would have thought about it a little bit earlier, so we would have tried to get some get a woman on here um, to get I their perspective. Yeah, we definitely wanted uh, a woman's uh, side to co-parenting, but but uh, if, if you are one of our loyal um, loyal female listeners, definitely feel free to drop us a line uh, or feedback on what y'all think of you know what we uh, what we discussed here today. Um, you got anything, Juan? No, nah, man. I think that's I think that's it, man. Um, I'm I'm actually surprised that I was able to come in here and you know and and be professional and and, and get this get this done because uh, Chris had me out looking for parking for thirty minutes before we started this shit. And I was I was. I, I think was, I, this nigga ain't really from good, Richmond. I wasn't in good headspace. That's like a shit toad. Yeah, if it is toad, it'd be one hard way podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> either Chris gonna be dead or I'm gonna be in jail. One of us. Ain't gonna be on here. Yeah, they ain't gonna be in jail. But now nah, that's that's all I got, man. That's all I got this week. Man. But yeah, definitely uh like per usual, feel free to hit us up on Instagram, number two, the Hardway Pod. Uh, definitely ladies, feel free to uh inbox us some of your, your co parenting experiences, whether it's past, present, or what you would like for it to be. Um, we'll be sure to share it if you allow us to. Um uh, definitely hit us up on our Twitter page, number two, the Hardway Pod one. Uh shoot us a line, you'll more than likely get a quicker response from us on the Instagram page as opposed to the Twitter page. And um, uh, I think as far as, yeah, Apple, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, those are three streaming platforms. Feel free to like, subscribe, comment, share, all that stuff. And also, again, I want to give a shout out to uh, Beyonce for letting us use her humble abode to record this. Uh, shout out to the Beehive. This warm night in, in, in Richmond. February. A warm February night in Richmond. About 68 degrees outside. Ammonia weather. But yeah, shout out that to Beyonce ammonia. for allowing us to use her humble abode. We appreciate it. The hospitality has been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But that's all I get, man. That's all you get. That's all we got. We're going to see y'all next week. Hi. Holla.